0: Good morning. It is June 3rd, 2020. <laughs> we have entered as I would say maybe level 6 of Jumanji. It's been um been kind of crazy, huh? Been kind of it's been a lot. <laughs> and I know for me there's been uh, you know a myriad of emotions and different types of feelings and what what do we say what do we do how do you feel i think the first question i would ask you if you if you listen is how are you doing how are you holding up mentally if it's not covid then it's racism but you know racism has always been here i think a lot of people believe we're at some fever pitch as a black man himself i'm I'm more pragmatic. I believe that we are not even in the middle. <laughs> First and foremost, what I, I wanted to say was um, I wanted to honor uh, Mr. George Floyd, um, Mr. Ahmad uh, Aubrey, uh, Miss Brianna Taylor, um, also Mr. Sean Reed. There's there's so many names. Um, those four names come up in mind here lately just just the stories but you know mr floyd of course um as his daughter has said he's kind of changed the world because the world is standing up everywhere every corner of the earth is standing up for these social injustices and for me normally i'm the type of guy who doesn't really ever poke at this um i handle Life in a, in a different manner, um, I, I try to bring light, I try to bring hope, but I try to bring a realness, a perspective. my um, views this space more of a, as, a, as a vlog, honestly, not a vlog but a blog because it's it's not video it's it's just me talking. Um, the truth is is there's so much that we as people can do. and and so many things we can do to honor this man. And and one, it's trying to to learn and grow together, Uh, but two, reform. (laughs) That word should be spoke about until we actually make the change. It is time for reform. And I would be remiss to to sit here and say that it's not, it is, there are some demands that that need to be met. And um, (laughs) they need to be met in a timely fashion so you know I am not one to tell people how to feel I just want to give you my perspective over the last week my son was with me uh, during this time and um, it, it was interesting to say the least to be honest it was very very interesting to have him with me, and to go through this, because it it just was so much. Um, it really was so much. I, the the truth is, right now, like I'm even lost for words. But I'm, I'm going to try to put them together, and then I'm going to read the poem um, that I that I wrote. I wrote. Actually, I've wrote three of them. The last one's really strong, so I'm trying to clean that one up, but back to, to what's going on. The world for too long has not taken its part, or like I, I should say in this country, um, people have not taken their part to understand that if you are here now, you are not someone who dug the, dug the graves with the shovel. You're not holding the shovel, but you are someone who has the dirt in your hands because you have been privileged from that. Um, There are white people who have uncomfortable conversations about this because they target themselves. Look, you're either a part of the problem or you're a part of the solution. I'm a solution-based type of person. I want solutions. I want to figure things out. I want to coexist. I want to find that liberty, that peace, and even that pursuit of happiness. I, I want that. I want that for my son. I've found my slice of life and been able to maneuver very well in it. But maneuvering should not be a word when it comes to living. That is the plight of a lot of black people, and some people don't even maneuver like I do, they just live. And um, here's a secret, folks. I envy those type of black people. Because they are truly free. <laughs> what is freedom? <laughs> freedom is when everyone gets to be a part of the collective when there are is just one vision and one movement and not two. So. I took a moment to to silence and that's just thinking about the victims and everything. I think this recording's tough for me because there's so many different things that we could discuss and so many different ways that we could move. Um, we can, you know, I'm, I'm, right now I'm giving you the pain. I'm giving you what we go through, the fear um, the agony of being a hashtag or worrying about becoming one. Um, the solutions would be that this is a time for everyone to educate themselves, everyone to be a part of the now and the no. To understanding their part in this And part of that is history If you don't know enough about your history Or other people's history That's where it starts That's where lines get drawn So you need to learn You have to learn You have to understand What it comes down to So You have to do your part And some people don't want to do their part, some people don't want to understand where they sit in this, some people don't, 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 can't, can't, can't all of that. All I'm gonna to say to you today is is that if you won't take the time to learn history, if you won't learn learn what we are as people, you will never help us to beat our oppressor. You have become the oppressor. And for those people who would like to say, don't riot, don't loot, blah, 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 that's what you sound like. Jesse Williams said it in 2000, 2016. And he, and he said it the best. We don't, I'm paraphrasing, but we do not, the resistance doesn't have time to worry about other people's guilt. If, if you don't stand with us, you stand with the oppressor. And that's very strange paraphrase but I would tell you go watch the video a lot of people got mad at him and he's only speaking the truth very very powerful video and so here are some solutions for the world Um, let's end cash bill the code of silence needs to be stopped we need review boards We need police immunity to stop as well. You know what I mean? There has to be oversight and reform to demilitarizing the police. It has to stop. Okay? They need to go through mental evaluations that are concrete, and they also need to go through defensive tactic training that's concrete. I've listened to Leo, some Leos tell me that once they come into the academy, they don't they don't ever um, they don't ever learn any other defensive technique. So what does that tell you? So now we have people using illegal choke holds and neck holds and, and we're killing people. Um, that's not acceptable. Those are solutions right there that I've just given you. Congress and um, the government—they have to do their part as well. I think the next thing that comes from this situation is from, you know, civil rights, and and this is um, two things, two things. Um, one would have to be reparations. And I'm not the one to have all the answers when it comes to the money. Um, reparations has to represent America's ability to stand forth and to announce its crimes, um, its human rights crimes, and it, against black people. And it has to admit to it. It has to honor it um, and speak to it. And then from there, it has to create some type of plan. If you're not going to give people um, payments, then you have to create um re, you know infrastructure within cities that are are populated with a high black populace, I leave that for the world to figure out, but reparations at this point is something that is important um two would be the ability for um, um governments. Uh, local governments and municipalities to basically charge their police departments with misconduct. If you are to protect and serve, you have to do things um, the right way or we all lose. And I think ultimately, what are we trying to do here? What are we trying to get out of this? I think that's a question that some people would say. And I think that some people would love to know that answer. (laughs) <laughs> Unfortunately, some people don't care about that answer. And that's where the danger comes in this. Where are we going to go? What are we going to do? Because the truth is, if if, for anyone who feels like this can't happen to them, they're doing it to all types of people. You've got cops who are playing G.I. Joe. You want that person arriving to the scene to, to answer your call for help? I don't. on at all. (laughs) So now when you when you look at that when you look at a system that um, um, dehumanizes black people makes them monsters rips them apart throws them out discards who they are sucks the life out of them takes all of their equity from them and then discards them like trash. Now you want us to to be happy with with our place in this? No. No we don't our place is at the table as well, and we will come for our seat. The thing that I love about Gen Z and these kids behind me, they don't care about none of that. All they care about is equality, and they care of fair footing. They're not listening to the things that we were taught and maneuverment, maneuvering position, no, no. It's the right to be here because we are here. I love it about these kids we could all take a lesson so um, you know I, I, I've sat there and I've positioned myself in a position place you know like I this is what I want I want to maneuver and that's that's what I'm gonna do I will not allow fear to stoke the worst of me. (laughs) Because I'm better than that. (laughs) I'm better than that. So um, I wanna leave you with the poem Actually, you know what? I'm gonna leave you probably with both of them. This is what I wrote um, when uh, the riots started shortly after Mr. Um, Floyd was killed. Um, I just titled it "Black in America," and then I started basically a series. because the second one: "Is Black in America." The third one, the third one. One day I hope to read to you. I have to make sure the words are just the way I need them to be. So, uh, this is Black in America. Many of you get excited for the spring and summer. I'm terrified of what will transpire when everyone gets together. The start of a new season brings on smiles and bikinis. As a black man, it brings on fear and atrocities. My skin weaponized, the symbol they used to destroy me, not seen as a human or even a man, robbing me of my dignity. Keep my head low, speak in a calm tone. One mistake could leave you dead, taking you away from your family. The pain that is felt is widespread. As a father, I have lost hope, praying that I never receive that call, that my son has been killed by those who are meant to serve and not maul. I'm reminded the time for fear is over. No longer will we be quiet, standing up and showing our resolve. You would poke at us, saying we riot. When you speak and no one listens, you feel alone. If your son or daughter was killed, would you understand why we mourn for our own? That was Black in America. Now, I can't leave you without the second one, because I told you about the first one. But I leave you with these poems because hopefully it gives you perspective or thought process for the one of you out there listening to me. (laughs) I think that's my my claim to fame here. It's like I'm literally just talking to myself and then I get to listen to it for myself. But hey, uh, maybe one day. This is Black in America too. I found myself screaming. There wasn't any noise. I've taught myself to scream without making a sound silent. The way our voices are heard, on the floor alone, in tears, just wanting to be heard. My voice drowned out to those who would speak for me. I'm reminded they don't know history. They know nothing of my struggle. At their fingertips, they have the power to learn about the hardships black people experience. They would rather spend their time dividing, not learning. It's why the older I get, I speak less. Why speak when no one listens? That's black in America, too. So I didn't really have this drawn-out format. I just wanted to speak. I hope that as you're going out in the world and you're fighting for equality, you stay safe. We will not give in. We will not cower. We will not fear. We are more when we stand together. We are more when we believe in one another. And that's just the way it's going to be. I wish you all the best <laughs> as I would say, and I have not said it in a long time. You are amazing. You are beautiful. You are loved. We love you, Mr. Floyd, Miss Taylor, Mr. Aubrey, Mr. Reed, and the countless other hashtags that we have lost. We love you all. Black Lives Matter.